0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Dundee Church podcast once again. My name is JD Gorlett. I'm the pastor at Dundee Presbyterian Church here in
1: in uh, where are we? Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. Oh,
0: is that where we are this time? This Great. T- Seems nice. It's Tuesday. It's I think I'll. Huh? I think I'll stay. Uh, and I'm joined again by my good friend and, uh, and uh, compatriot, compadre, uh, fellow uh, sufferer, Bible a,
1: nerd, Bible nerd, by sufferer of back pain and Bible. Yeah, nerd. there you go.
0: <laughs> Keith Holmes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and we're in. We're still. We're finishing up chapter six. Yes. Of the book of John. And starting seven. And, and starting we're seven. We're moving to seven a we're little m- bit. Moving along. We're taking a deep dive in the book of John on this series of, of Bible studies here on uh, the Dundee Church Podcast. And this is what we do. We, yeah. we model ourselves as a companion for you. If this is your first time listening, that's great. We love having you here. Uh, we've, I don't know, this is like the 12th episode, I think, or something I like have right lost track. Yeah. Uh, so check out other episodes and other subjects that we've tackled in the past. Uh, you can, that would have been under Megan's old office. We've changed the name to something quite much more boring, uh, (laughs) the Dundee Church podcast, Uh, but we're still doing the same thing. And we just hope and pray, we really do pray that that this is a a help to you, to your own meditations of Scripture and study of Scripture. So check out uh, for us John chapter 6, starting in verse 60, and then we're going to continue through chapter 7, verse 24. And this is... um, this is very much the uh, postscript or the reaction of, of everything that we've done in the last two podcasts. We've talked about the feeding of the 5,000, the reaction to Jesus declaring. He uses that miracle to declare that he is the bread of life. He uses that, that very clear uh, object lesson. Yeah. Uh, to talk about himself and about who he is and how he feeds us. and now we continue to react uh, to to everything that Jesus is. Is that pretty good? Uh, you did really well, really well. what's my time? You Thank get a you gold So uh, before we begin and dive into these verses, uh, Keith, what what does it mean? And, and maybe I should also say, what is involved? What does it mean to believe in someone? What is involved in, in believing in you someone?
1: Know, as, as I ponder that, as I pondered that question, it's an interesting thing. I want to start with, you know, we can believe in other humans and they will always fail. Mm. They will never completely 100%. Certainly 16. the element of the possibility right. of them I mean, failing I believe in the Kansas City Royals <laughs> <laughs> Wow but boy am I got a bad belief going there <laughs> I believe in the Chiefs that's a little better but I, but but seriously I think you know we believe that they can do it we look at you know statistics we look at the way that the team works together and you you know you know if you've got a good team put together you believe that that team can win the ultimate prize of whatever sport that is. Mm -hmm. Pennant or you know, Heisman or not Heisman trophy, but trophy, but, you know, a golfer, the same thing with a golfer, right? You know, I believe that golfer just from, you know, so I think for when we talk about belief in a human, we kind of have to look at their track record, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to look back at their past, you know, and, and actions. I think so, so sort of a blanket kind of answer to that is what have they proven they have, they, they garner belief, their track record, their, their history, their, their stats, Have they done what we believe it's going to take to succeed?
0: I agree, but if that isn't there, can you believe in somebody
1: without that? Well, yeah, I mean, yes, absolutely, you can. But I mean, that's you, you know, you talk about the process. That would be part of my process. It's like I look at my daughter who is who is starting a career you know, in a couple of weeks She's in Boston, little, she, in, in, outside of Boston. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and do I believe she will succeed? Yes. Because I look back at everything that that young woman has done in her life. I'm going to tear up, mm-hmm. man. I'm so proud of my girl, mm-hmm. but I've looked back at everything that that girl has done and gone through and this and struggles with, you know, cause she doesn't want always want to study, but she pushed through. She got a master's degree. From mm-hmm. Brian out loud. Mm-hmm. And you know that that's no small mm-hmm. feat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah. So you know, I, so I look back and I know she's going to succeed because she herself may not realize it, but I believe in her Mm -hmm. and that's you know that's what I think of when I think of what do I believe you know how do I I I, I look at my daughter and I say I believe she can do it but this
0: is something that she hasn't yet done right she has a track record of having done some difficult things but now she's doing something that she hasn't yet done that you haven't seen her do so a certain element you're right is a track record although a track record isn't always there is not always available to us and we're still put into the Position of having to believe uh, in in someone they do let us down not perhaps always but they but human beings do fail us uh, no, exactly. quite quite quite, quite yeah. regularly right. enough to have that be a, right. so that is an element the possibility of failure is an element the 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 track record is an element right. uh, the 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 fact that we're if you're believing in someone then implicitly that means that you're believing them to do something that they haven't yet done mm-hmm. that is in, incomplete. Uh, or, that they perhaps haven't seen them ever do, right. uh, and yet we do this with people. You be, uh, without even thinking about it, we believe that our, our spouses are going to con- are going to continue to love us, yes, uh, continue to be gracious unto us, uh, and and uh, we believe in our own ability. We we believe we have lots of things that we believe. I get on an airplane and I believe that the guys up in the front, men or women have the ability uh to to handle even things that are going to come that they can't anticipate yet right. Uh, and I don't know who they are, but I have the belief that they're sitting there, they must know what they're doing, they must have been trained, they must have a track record, all right. this kind of stuff. Exactly. I say this a lot, that that Christ is never asking us to do something that we aren't already doing. Uh, we're already worshiping, we're already giving, we're already serving, we're already believing, we're already doing those things in multiple ways, and multiple places, um, uh, in multiple expressions the question is whether or not we're going to do that with God and, and whether or not we're going to do that with Jesus uh, it, it, and we understand what it means to believe it, it means the things that we've already listed and yeah. perhaps a whole lot of other other things it means to it means to trust in something that you don't that, that might not happen, that that, that that might not
1: come to fruition. Um, I think, yeah, when we look at Christ, you know, there's a belief that his will, I mean, it, and, and the right way of looking at it, I guess, for me, is that that his will be, will be worked out. It's his will, not mine, that's going to be worked out in this situation, because he's God. And so God's will is going to be worked out. Now, the trick for me is to align my will with God's will. Mm -hmm. And sometimes going through that hard time is God's will. Absolutely. we're, We're just coming off of a teaching that you know, we're about to see if you if you want to pause, go ahead and read six sixty through seven twenty four and get. get that's, just what what yeah, that's just what we did. Yeah, that's what in we're, our previous right. Part. Or yeah, no, that's no, what, we're no, doing what we're doing today. Uh, but come on, together. To yeah, right. Yeah. Come on, keep up with it. Yeah, us. but go back and look at starting at probably fifty two is as good a place as any. Yeah. Six fifty two. I mean, because this teaching becomes incredibly difficult. Yes, and, and and so it it tests the belief of some of the disciples that are following him. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. And so, I mean, so when I look at Christ, I have to say, well, I believe Christ can do anything, but is He going to do what I want, or is He going to do what I need?
0: There's another, there's another part of be, of believing, and, right. uh, and, and when this is delivered unto me, uh, am I going to to recognize that? Right. Or that, that this is really what I need, that this is a this is a, a blessing, even though it didn't right. come in the timing or in the form that I I wanted it to. Right. Yes, thank you. I spoke over you, Keith. It's good advice for you to read. uh, If you want to pause here for a second and just take a moment and read these verses that we're going to discuss, we won't read them for you. It's verses uh, uh, chapter 6, verse 60 through chapter 7, verse 24. And I'm going to ask uh, all of you, what is it? So, as you read, uh, what was it like to be Jesus? And I probably should expand on that uh, based on this passage what was it like to be Jesus? So go ahead and read. Uh, with that in mind, what was it like to be Jesus based on this passage? Um, obviously, this is a passage where he's dealing with conflict. He's dealing with unbelief. Right. Uh, he's dealing with uh, resistance. Disciples uh, and who seen...
1: were excited to follow him that are no longer Exactly. His deci- he,
0: he's getting it from people that are close to him. It'd be one thing for the lunatic fringe, if you will, the right. outer outer reaches to yep. to object to him and to for his enemies to do this. He's now, uh, and, and it's his own, uh, to, to, to say it pejoratively, uh, it's his own darn fault, because he right. did not back down in the last chapter of right. saying that he was the bread of life and that you have to eat my flesh I and drink, drink my blood. blood. He was very forward. He right. wasn't coddling of, of his audience at all. And now uh, in verse 60, it just starts off with, when many of his disciples heard it, heard this declaration that you have to eat his blood and, or eat his flesh and drink his blood, they said, this teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? Uh, and, and, and so uh, what is it like? And, and then we see more resistance
1: throughout this, this reading. Yep. Based on all this, what do you think it was like to be Jesus, Keith? I, you know, my gut reaction, my knee-jerk reaction is it's lonely. Mm. You know, he's, he, he, is, he is telling them the truth, the hard facts and reality. I mean, this is a reality that we all have a hard time coming to grips with that we are going to have to do things that seem odious to us now, but will garner us eternal life later. I mean, he does this to the point where he even has to turn to his own disciples and say, are you going to abandon me? Yeah. I mean, this is is hard, hard teaching.
0: What it's like to be him is to be a prophet. It is to be so dedicated to the truth and to his mission that he experiences completely... A complete rejection. I love that you said when I and asked what based on this passage, what is it like to be Jesus? And you first word lonely. Yeah. Okay. Let's think about that. He, he knows that. He, he knows... I mean, he's going to die completely rejected. Right. I mean, he's going to have people who love him and care for him, but they all disappear. He dies
1: alone well, on a cross. And how many of them believe that he is doing what he's doing on that cross while he's doing it? I right. Mean, his mother is sitting there crying, and she's the one that had a miraculous birth, and she's like, why are right. you Right. Nobody sees it. Yeah. So
0: the loneliness comes from people not seeing what he is, recognizing what he's doing. This is the most important thing in the world to him, his mission, this truth, this message, this gospel, and it really does get rejected. Yep. It gets accepted in a certain form uh, when it, you know, people are being healed, when they get something for it. But then when he talks about, as he has over these last couple ch- chapters, about who he is, about his nature about who we are and what we really need not that when we talked about this two podcasts ago uh, that, that people came to see him not because that he had done some spectacular work but because he had fed them right and that, that he had he had quenched their thirst and their 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 hunger he had satisfied their hunger uh, and he's talking about who he is in his nature and our nature our great need and that's when complete rejection happens uh, and and so I love that you said that he he was he was lonely, and yet his loneliness does not cause him to sell out at all here right? in these verses,
1: it's, he just doubles
0: down even more and more he, and more.
1: Yep, he keeps going. I mean, for most of us reading this, he, he keeps digging his grave here. He keeps, you know, he's like purposely trying to lose disciples right. in this because, I mean, um, your next question: Why doesn't Jesus soften up his message? Look, let's look at sixty-two and six. Start actually in
0: sixty-one. 61 I know. Mean, yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: So we're going to go to sixty-one, uh, uh, chapter six, six uh, verses sixty-one, two, and three. But Jesus being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, so he already knew they were complaining about it, said to them, does this offend you? Then what if what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where He was before? It is the Spirit that gives life; the flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are Spirit and life.
0: Yeah. So what is he? So why doesn't Jesus soften up his message? He, I mean, he he obviously he he knows that he is going to ascend. Right. Uh, he knows that the flesh is useless. That right. what he says, his word, the Spirit uh those are the things that are primary and he's willing uh, to to die you know according to to those things he's not going to get distracted he knows that we are going to see far stranger more bizarre things than hearing that he is the bread of life and the, and the and, you know that you must eat my b- right. flesh and re- if you're not going to believe this then you're not going to believe
1: how, you're hard not going is to it, do- how hard is it for us to think this is the easy part right the eating of flesh and drinking of blood is the easy part
0: right and we know that this is not a literal thing we know that this is a faith command that this right. is you have to, uh, uh, to eat his flesh and drink his blood is a, is a is a uh, an example it's a command to to be to, to Toward faith to her simply accepting and believing him completely.
1: I mean, it's certainly foreshadowing of the Last Supper when he no, no. When, when he he gives us the Eucharist when he gives us. Communion. He says, when you meet together, this is my body broken for you. This is my flesh. Right. And he's talking about the bread. And then the wine that he serves afterwards, uh, or grape juice if you're of, of an ilk. Right. You know? But you, these are the things that are going to remind you of what you have to do that I talked about here. And, and
0: what I, I feel as if in 61, 62, and 63, Jesus is saying to, to you and to me and to our listeners, he's saying, what am I supposed to do here? What what do you, does this offend you? Uh, Am I supposed to be stopped by what offends you, by what slows you down? I've got stuff to do that's going to blow your mind. We can't stop here and wait for you to not be offended. Does this offend? He's saying this to his disciples. He's saying this to all of us. I can't, I can't be bothered. By what's by, by what offends you. Wow, what a word for us today when everyone is so knee-jerk so easily so offended if you are going yeah. to be this easily, easily offended at this juncture with me just talking about bread and juice and bread and, and communion and my bread my body broken for you and all is gonna be and that I feed you, that I am the source of of real food. I mean, we're going faster further. I can't stop here. Right. We get a sense of so to be to be Jesus is to be lonely. It is also to be remarkably urgent about what you have to do. Urgent. and, And not worried about slowing down. So it is with them. So it is with us. Right. And, and, and so many times but, uh, we're going to say to Jesus, "Well, I'm offended. I, I'm upset. I don't understand. Am I supposed to slow down because you're you don't understand? Let's yep. go. Get up. Go. Let's go. You know? I mean, and
1: that's and that's the sense of urgency I think that Christians lose as we get older and go, "Oh, I know. I, 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 yeah, I get it. Mm. It's not really his blood and it's really his body. Mm-hmm. We get that, so we can slow down now. We don't have to." But there's, you know, we only have what I think statistically seventy six years for a male. Mm. You know that's not a lot of time. Holy cow! I gotta yeah, yeah, right, you better I had hurry had had up. Less right? time than I thought. You know, and so, but that's the thing. It's 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 there is a sense of urgency in Christianity that should drive us further and faster into a relationship with Christ because we want to be. It, with him and in him and know him and 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 continue to walk with him because we might walk outside and get hit by a bus this afternoon mm, mm. and then where are you going to be mm-hmm. there's, a, there's you're going to stand there well god I would have said yes except that that whole blood thing offended
0: me. right there is an emergency a sense of emergency about Jesus nope. that we we're whistling through the minefield while he's like you know this is does this offend you by the way this is the most important thing there is, me, my my message, my gift, my grace, my mercy, most important thing there is in the world. How do you expect me to be with the most important thing in the world? This is what impresses me about Paul, the Apostle Paul, the vision on the road to Damascus uh, in Acts chapter 9. He turns his life completely over to, to Christ to be his apostle, and he acts and speaks as if what he's doing is the most important job in the world. I've said this before, I have the most, you have the most. What we're doing here is the most important thing that we can do. Right. I have the most important job, uh, and people are more important than any political leader anywhere. My job is the most important. Your job is the most important th- thing. What we're, we're doing here is more important than anything else that you're going to do. Right. Why? How can you say that, JD? If Jesus is the Son of God, if He is the atoning sacrifice, the Messiah, what's more important than talking about? Him? There is not anything, and He knows that. He right. we get that attitude from Him, from that. these
1: from these passages. Absolutely. I used to I, I tell the kids when I work with kids. Hey, you know, your teachers teach you important things Monday to Friday, but Sunday, this is and 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 hopefully in the evenings with your parents, this is the stuff that's most important because there's life after death. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's time there is there is something after death. Whether it's life or death after death is is what Jesus is talking about. Right. This is his life, his message, his whole Purpose is to show us that we are sinful and that we need a savior, and He is that one. And to do and and you know the work of the work of God. What we talked mm. about last week. What is the work of God? Believing right. in Christ. What would it be like to be around a guy
0: this completely hyper focused on, on his mission and on his message? Um, you know, when we want him to be something less,
1: something softer, something
0: much more. Uh, stressful. Uh, yeah, it's it stressful. would be. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, I'm a guy. I'm a guy who would rather be your friend than tell you something that you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. He
0: he is he is remarkably demanding. And then we get into as we move on with the story, it it becomes the festival of booths, uh, yep. uh, the festival of tabernacles. And his brothers, he had brothers. That's right. Uh, we don't have a lot of detail on his brothers, but Mary and Joseph had children together after, that's the Protestant view of things, you're listening to a bunch of Protestants here, so had children after Jesus was born, uh, and these are his brothers, and they urge him to go uh, to the, the, the Festival of Tabernacles,
1: otherwise known as the Festival of Booths. What do you think that they wanted, though? So, so we talk. You know, we talk about the difference of, of, of some of our Christian brothers and sisters in the belief that this shows these are brothers right. by blood mm-hmm. or at least half blood, right? Mm-hmm. Because only brothers talk to their real bro- to life you brothers would, like you this. You would know. Why don't you go away? Mm. Don't you have somewhere else to be right Mm-mm. now? I mean, you're talking like you're this big to do, mm. and you're sick. You're sticking around Galilee. No, no, or around Nazareth or wherever he happened. I forget, or is this Capernaum? Anyway, what are you doing here? Go, be big, if that's what you think you are. I mean, they're basically telling him to get out and to go prove himself, mm-hmm. uh, to show the world who he says he is. So let's
0: ask it again. You're right about, you, you gave a good capsule there of, of his, we're in chapter uh, 7, mm-hmm. uh, and he they're urging him to go to the festival, but he remains in Galilee. He doesn't obey them. Right. W- they want him to go to the festival where all the people are going to be. Right. They want him to go and prove and, and that if he were the Messiah, if he was what he is saying, that naturally he would want everybody to 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 you know to, to bask in his fame right. and to to celebrate him as the as the the, the conquering hero, the the coming Messiah uh, and him not doing that uh, you know is proof in their minds that he isn't who, who, who uh, he claims to be and of course, He's their older half brother. Uh, right. they're, they're, they are—they are not going to believe. They're going to have a hard. They, they will come to believe, but at this point, they are—they are a long ways, and they are—it's really stacked against them. They saw him grow up, right? And like you said, they are proof that they, these are his brothers, right? right? Uh, and you
1: know the old, the old, the old saying I love, which I love, of course, is you know how hard would it be to be his brother? Because you know Mary is at least once in her life said, "Why can't you be more like?" Jesus?
0: <laughs> Familiarity breeds contempt, right. uh, and
1: and uh, right, why can't you be more why like can't Jesus? You be more like right. Jesus, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so go. They're taunting him. They're right. tempting him. I think they are. Uh, They're Really go, picking on. Go him. to the go to the festival. If you're such a big deal. You gave. Uh, they they and I think. I ask that question because I think, and you may disagree with this, I think they want to, the festival to prove him wrong. I think they want him mm. to go to the festival and um, have the people at the festival uh, prove him wrong. I, I think they want, they're anticipating uh, him going, him failing in some capacity, yeah, I think you're becoming right. discouraged, and then waddling back. To the little old life that they have in Nazareth, right. it, it, with him being their their half brother, I agree. I, I I think they want him, him to be uh,
1: uh, slapped senseless. Right, they want him beaten down and 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 stop being so uppity. Yeah, because you can imagine at thirty when he walked away from all of this, the brothers are. I mean, you know, where are you going? Right, we've well, got I'm, a I'm, carpentry go, business. I've got to go about my father's work now. Right. Yeah, right. Get back in here and start w- shaving the wood down. Right. we got beams to make. Or exactly. Yeah.
0: You're, you're acting crazy, and oh, we right. want to encourage you to do something. We want right. failure to happen in your life at such a level that you'll come back home right. with your tail between your legs and yep. be a good, obedient member of the family. Right. We don't want this. Right. And we want you to take your position. And aren't we in the story now? Don't oh man, we okay, we want Jesus around, but we want Him in a form that we can
1: understand. Caltowed to our. Our needs, the genie in the bottle syndrome. Exactly.
0: Yeah. If we just keep asking this question of what the brothers want, we start, the more we ask it and the more we answer it, the more we find ourselves and about how we want, we want Jesus, but we want Jesus in a certain capacity, in a certain way uh, yep. that we already have decided, that we've already formed for him. And he's not, he's not doing that. And, and we're upset by it. That he, They want him to fail. And uh, and and come back to them uh, the way they they want. According
1: well, I to their think will. they don't believe in him. And you know, we talked about that. What does it take to believe in someone? Well, I have a very hard time believing my brother, my older brother, who is in prison currently, is ever going to be not be in prison. It, I mean, just you know, we go back to trackers. It's just this, it's the opposite end of my daughter. You know, it's just like uh, here he is and he's doing this. So. I've got a brother I've known 60 years, well, 59, and, and, and he's sitting there proving once again that he, so, you know, for me, I can totally be one of these brothers mm-hmm. in this story because I just, there's no way if he comes out and says, oh, well, now I've got to go about my father's business. I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. You're going, you know. You, I don't believe you. You need to be what I expect you to be, and that is someone who's in and out of jail, and that's how it works.
0: So it's a great point that you bring up when you just say the, the brothers don't believe in him. Right. To, in going back to that original question, to believe in some, to believe in somebody is to believe in something that they that you can see that they could possibly do. Right. But here, believing in someone, namely Jesus, is to believe in some that he can be something that he can't possibly be right. that he, in your mind at least right. that he can't possibly be to believe in Jesus and that's where are you right now as you listen to this podcast Jesus is saying do you believe that i can be something that in your mind i can't possibly be right. and well of course i don't believe that you can be something that i can't possibly be and then i think this jesus would say well why? Why wouldn't you believe that I can be something that you think that I can't possibly be? I mean, this is really an interesting thought. Let's sit and sit and think about that for, for a while. I mean, you believe in your daughter it, it, it is a great example mm-hmm. because she has a track record and she's trying to be something that in your mind she could plausibly be. Right. She Very plausibly, very possibly be. She's going to a place and playing a role and then taking on a career. A making a job choice, and you're looking at it and you're saying, yeah, I think that that could possibly work. Right. What if she came to you with something that you did not think w- could possibly work? Would you believe in her then? Probably not. Mm-hmm. And and th- I'm not being critical of you, no. but, but, but this is what Jesus points or presses us to do with him. Yeah. Um uh, can you know? Can he be in a moment when we are most anxious, most afraid, most hungry, most thirsty? Can we believe? Can we believe that he can be something that we don't think he can possibly be? Wow! Of course, I can't, right. and yet that's exactly what you're
1: supposed to do. Yep. So that's a lot to ask. You know? And and getting there, I wish I had an answer for our listeners to say, "Oh, well, it's easy. You just do this." <laughs> but I can tell you what's easy. It makes it easier to get there is studying the Bible, doing what you're doing, listening to this podcast, for example, as a great companion to it. But even if you, you know, even if you're just check, checking us out and won't don't intend to come back, it's okay. Stay in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Get to know Jesus, because if you want to see a track record of complete and honest, true success after success after success. That's Jesus.
0: And then as this passage goes on, as we move on towards the end of our passage at uh, chapter 7 verse 24, I want to ask what don't the people accept about Jesus and why. I don't think that they accept. My, my first answer uh, is that they don't accept that he could possibly be of God. I mean, they believe stories of Moses, of God doing incredibly obnoxious, miraculous things in and through Moses and during Moses' time, but they don't believe the same of Jesus. Uh they they don't believe that he could possibly his brothers don't and right. and the rest of these people who complain right. against him. Because I quick, I see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, and and going forward, go, you know, moving on to these next few chapter or next few verses, excuse me, in the chapter, he does he does intent, he does in fact go to the to the festival of booths and halfway through this week he goes and he teaches at the synagogue and yeah. that's when people start saying how can uh, right how, we can't believe this right and, and they react i think they react um poorly because you know they, they they just don't understand him they you know they 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 they're like well isn't this mary's boy and, and but there's a reason why or, they don't understand yeah. this, no that's not this part they
0: this they're the, there's right. a reason that they don't understand him. They they don't understand him because they're locked into a mentality about what can be and what can't be, yeah. and and they're 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 just not going to uh, break free of that. And he's not going to he, he's not going to cower to their unbelief.
1: Right. You know. And this is it. Yeah, I knew they're, they're, I was like, they didn't believe him because, and it was it's here in fifteen and sixteen, the Jews were astonished and they were saying, "How does this man have such learning when he has never been taught?" Then Jesus answered, "My teaching is not mine, but Him, His who sent me." Right. Which it, to a Jew means you're sent, who "He, Him who sent me is God." Mm-hmm. So you're saying you're sent by God. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- I'm having a hard time believing this. That,
0: that you this have is, wisdom and messaging directly right. on loan from God. That you're a d- direct conduit of God. This right. is what I'm saying. Yeah. They won't believe that. Nope. They I won't really believe don't. that that is possible. And yet. Anybody who would be Messiah would—that's exactly what they would be. Right. They, 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 you know, so uh, you know, it, it's like we've got Jesus in a position where he can't possibly win at all, where he can't possibly be who he is. And I go back right. to the question of what was it like to be Jesus. What I'm asking is, what is it like to be Jesus in relationship to our hard hearts? It's lonely, as you said, right. and it is a position where that's it, untenable, that you, the, the, where he can't possibly maneuver, where he can't possibly win. And yet, he continues on. He doubles down. He continues to push us all the way to the point where we kill him.
1: You know, for me, I, I, I look at this, and, and one of the things I wrote down to, to myself here was that they must fully invest in Christ, drink his blood and eat his flesh. Mm. They're not willing to do that. Mm. And then I ask the question of us, are we willing to fully invest in Christ, in Jesus of Nazareth? Right. Even though there's no way he should know what he knows. Right. And and Except for the fact that he tells us that it's from God.
0: Are we willing and have we? Yeah. You know, even as we have, have we still? Are we still? Are we continuing to... Uh, to commit at that level of, right. of complete and total devotion. Yep. Uh, that is a great question to close on, to, right. to, to leave for you to answer on your own out there. Uh, and I think it's a question that, thank you for that, Keith, because I think it's a question that Jesus is asking with these passages right here. Um, this has been the Dundee Church Podcast, and uh, we encourage you to, to read these passages that we're working through. Join us with this, this journey. We're we're All we're doing is just wrestling with the Scriptures yep. just like you do. Yep and believing that there's value in that.
1: And hey, drop us a line if you have questions that, absolutely. You, you know, that, that we may not have answered here. If it's something that we've said brings up a question, ask it. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, JD will be happy to answer <laughs> <this, right? laughs> like, Is that a bus? I've got yeah. to get him under I've got,
0: uh, <laughs> I've got not enough to do. Uh, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate uh, you being with us, and uh, uh, check us out next time. We'll lo- look forward to it, won't we? Yeah, absolutely, we looking- I'm oh. looking forward to oh, okay, it. Okay, good. We'll see you then.